Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Hello Achievers, this is episode 91 of the Next Level Author Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress. <laughs> <laughs> our author business. My name is Sasha Black. You can't do that to me. <laughs> that in edits <laughs> the part is cut and there's no context for this I, I sincerely hope <laughs> hey buddy <laughs> I just said something wildly inappropriate as Sasha just launched into the intro oh god how's uh, your week <laughs> you bitch <laughs> oh my god oh oh my god <sighs> i just feel i feel like really off kilter right now <laughs> well played well played oh you are welcome <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, i've actually wanna... got tummy ache from laughing <laughs> yeah that was oh it's been a while since i've done a big old belly laugh uh... um i want to see when this is recording just so i can yeah so this this episode airs on the 28th so full transparency we're recording double episode today to get ahead on christmas it's the 17th of december as we record but as you're listening to this christmas has happened so a merry crimbo for everyone and hope you had a wonderful 25th of december if you celebrate if not i hope you're having a a wonderful time off if you have it if not then i just hope that you're fucking happy and amazing (laughs) sorry i I don't know where to go from here (laughs) how was your week let's how was my week okay um so my week has been, so I've, I've discovered I'm in burnout, um, like hard. Yeah. So I have fallen off the dictation train. Um, I've done no real like personal creation for myself. Like I've just been nailing everything that is um, ancillary to my business. So I've like updated a bunch of web pages. I don't get me wrong. I've, I've launched stuff. I've like been on top of keeping things together, but some of the the main creative things that I normally do, I just haven't been able to get to. I think it's just, I, I've been running freaking hard um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've recently moved. So I've had to handle all that. And I'm now in kind of the the exhale from having done such like a big transition. Mm. So I, I've i given myself a bit of a break this week um, as much as I can. And as I say, just sort of focused on some of the things that bring me a bit more. Well, not a bit more joy. Um, some of the things that I've been meaning to get done for a long time that are hanging over my head. I've been getting ahead. I've done a lot of planning. I'm finding a position, um, luckily, just in time for this podcast in which I've got like um, my goals and everything sorted. And I still now need to sit down and actually like work out when in the year things are going to get actioned. But it's been, it's been, you know, a, a fair week. Um, I've, I'm getting back into the routine of getting up and going for walks around the lake. And um, I'm giving myself permission just to enjoy that time, listen to music, listen to podcasts, whatever takes my fancy, just to have like a bit of a get up in the morning and get my body moving. 
and spoken to some fantastic people this week on various podcasts and things. So um, yeah, it's been it's been a good week, if a little sort of like just in that end of year sludge. How about you? Not in burnout. Uh, but I do feel for you because that is not a nice place to be. Mm. Um, I would encourage you to watch the Burnout series by Becca Syme mm. to see whether you are over the cliff on the slide uh, or where you are in that, because there mm. are some points that are salvageable and other points that take considerably longer and your plate size shrinks and all the rest of it. So I really, truly, deeply hope that you are not there. Yeah, I do think it's, you are yeah, still I think on the it's, slide. It's mostly for me, I think, a case of rest. Um, yeah yeah and the fact that you know I've been because um I've got the boy for a big chunk of Christmas I really want to make sure that I have the time off to do that so it's kind of that battle to get ahead which then makes you burn harder and all that kind of stuff so yeah yeah I'll, um, I'll check it out yeah so um in a very similar place um I am finding it unusually difficult to focus on next year Normally by this point in the year, I have planned to the nth degree or not planned necessarily, but intellected on um, what I'm going to do next year. Because I have discovered I'm not really a planner, which sounds very odd because I think I'm the same, you know, I have lots of lists and lots of intuitive ideas about when things are going to happen but I'm not very good at putting that down and then like putting like financial figures to things and stuff um and dates because we all know that I love to say fuck you to a deadline um so yeah I I but I am not there and the reason I'm not there is because I've spent so much of this year finishing stuff and I'm not quite finished. And because I'm not finished, my focus is so locked on to finishing these final tasks. I just cannot get my head out of finishing those tasks. And at the same time, I'm tired enough that I'm finding it difficult to focus on finishing those tasks. So I'm in this weird push-pull kind of like week with myself where I know that I need to be getting on with this stuff. And I, ha- I have done work this week, but like I had the whole of yesterday off because I went and finished Christmas shopping for the kiddo. And then I brought a Christmas tree. Um, and like- Is it just a black of- Christmas tree? <clears throat> it's not, but the baubles are black and white. Nice. It's a real tree that is potted so that we're going to put oh. it outside and then we're going to grow it ne- over the year and then we'll bring it back in next year. Nice, until you have the tree from Elf. Yes, exactly. Um, And so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I have been trying to finish stuff and I'm trying really hard, but I also am acutely aware that I just need to stop. Um, But I really don't want to stop until I know. Like, so what I have decided is I'm not going to edit Sirens before Christmas. It's just not going to happen. So I'm pushing that to January. Um, But consequently, I don't think I'm really going to be able to properly plan next year until I have done sirens because I'm trying to focus on just getting one thing done until the next and then get the next thing done if that makes sense so yeah I don't really feel like I've had the headspace but I'm going to give myself headspace so it'll probably be like the second or third week in January that I will then sit down and really look at what's going on Mm. um so yeah I don't know I, I feel like I'm in a weird space really um but yeah, that's that's where I'm at. So I've I've had a week of trying to just get stuff done and I've still got like 
a few bits of freelance I've got my inbox which I just like it needs to go fuck itself like I just cannot <laughs> get it to get under like 50 or 60 oh. emails that need personal fucking responses like why are there so many emails whoever needed whoever invented emails needs fucking assassinating like it's I think that was a um, Dylan email oh yeah anyway. I am um, no I just <laughs> to jump on that I I'm getting a real burning rage at the minute like before it was just an annoyance now like it's a genuine just like absolute anger at fucking junk mail coming through my door letters from companies saying do you know we could stop um, production of paper by switching this to email and I'm like but I have why are you still sending me fucking letters of text messages of um voicemails and people calling with absolute bullcrap that never yeah. have my permission and like I'm just acutely aware of how many time vampires there are in the world and just the the constant attention you have to give to stop people stealing your time mm-hmm. like the amount of newsletters that I've been sent this week from people that I've either number one unsubscribed to before or number two never subscribed to before yeah. and it's stuff that I have to actively deal with in order mm-hmm. to maintain some semblance of organization and it's yeah mm-hmm. I, I feel you on that because it's just GDPR people don't uh-huh. break the rules uh-huh might start getting hot on that soon and just you know I could make some money doing that running some court cases <laughs> little side oh. hustle Right, so um, we've done our check-in. Level up. Look, look, level up. Uh, we're going to go to the incroyable Scott Kavanagh, who said, finally, time for me to post a level up. I am taking part in a challenge to write five short stories in five weeks before putting them together as an anthology. Last night, I wrote the end on the fifth story, meeting the deadline for the fifth week in a row. Now to turn them into an anthology and get it self-published. And maybe next Sunday, I won't be awake until 1.30 am trying to meet the deadline. Congrats, so- Scott. That's awesome. I sort of followed his journey privately, uh, watching what Rude. he did. And <laughs> what do you mean? Well, why didn't you put it on Twitch so everyone could watch? Go on. Oh. <laughs> well, I kind of felt that, like you know, you know, privacy and GDPR and anyway. So I, I just was going to say that I know how much work he put into that, and I am incredibly proud and impressed. And yeah, like this is points to consistency because he's number one consistency, and he did just fucking smash it out every single day. And I just, I do like, I just could never do that. But also, I have deep respect for people who do do that, and mm-hmm. I'm wildly impressed. And I know how hard he has worked. So yeah, just like points gold fucking star mate yeah that's it oh it's me isn't it i'm Uh I'm right patreon no new patrons this week Uh, oh fuck we We have a brett oh fuck the return of brett jackson we do hello (laughs) brett welcome back darling uh we have a new brett we have a returning brett Mm -hmm. hello brett thank you for joining us again Every time he comes back in a metamorphosis of a slightly different state. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, thank you so much for rejoining us. Um, and if anybody else would like to join us, then you can by visiting patreon.com forward slash next level authors. Yeah, notices. Do you have a notice? I do. I am launching officially the first ever Activated Authors Mastermind. So basically the program runs for three months. It's a series of weekly Zoom sessions and extra support directly with myself in which I am bringing a small group of authors together to basically smash whatever your individual goal is. So at the beginning of the program, what we do is we sit down and we each set out what it is that we want to accomplish. 
big, small, whatever that is you want to be accountable for to make sure that you have happened. Because I know what it's like to personally just sit by yourself and set a target. And then because it's just you, you then push it further and further back. So it brings in that group accountability. Every week we'll be hot seating someone and really diving into people's issues and, you know, the things that they want to overcome just to help them achieve what it is they want to achieve. And uh, all the information for that is over at activatedauthors.com forward slash mastermind. Oh, and it begins on January the 12th and they'll be closing that around a week before. So get involved. Lovely. What have you enjoyed this week? What's your notice? I don't, I don't have anything (laughs) to notify about. (laughs) Like every week you ask me this and I just don't have anything. Like buy books, buy audiobooks, do things, join me. Done. What have you enjoyed enjoyed this week? week? Yeah. Um, Something popped into my head a second ago, but now it's gone. Um, I think what I'll probably default to is the... No, i tell you what I have enjoyed this week. One of my favourite things that, like, it went way too quickly and it made my heart absolutely burst and melt. Um, I saw my little boy in his Christmas play this week. Oh, yes, the one that was in my calendar. <laughs> yes, because I accidentally put it in the NLA calendar. Uh, um, yeah, it was, it, it was lovely because the last time I was able to go was two years ago. Um, and it was under very sort of different personal circumstances and you know he was he was younger then so it was one of those where when you do a Christmas play when you're like four or five it's kind of like half-assed moves and a little bit of like uh, mumbling the song like it's, it's adorable um but now he's seven and so the whole class were the oldest in the school that he's currently in and it was just it was so cute they did one of the songs from the Polar Express and they're all doing their dancing and just it was like it's just one of those things again where I'm really thankful that I don't have to ask permission from a manager to take time off to go do it I can just like work my way around it and obviously it means working into the evening but like yeah I'm just that definitely has been a highlight of this week just seeing that and like this there's just something really warm about watching a kid walk in and like wave at you and just beam so yeah that's my my thing I've enjoyed this week my coal covered heart is melting for you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what was yours um So I can't remember if I said the Lesbians Who Write podcast before. I feel like maybe I did, or I don't know. But I have been, uh, a few weeks ago, I started listening to them and uh, I sort of hopped around listening to relatively recent ones, sort of picking and cheesing. And now I'm kind of going back into the archives because I've sort of caught up with everything that's new. Mm. I really hate that feeling when you're like, oh, and then you have to wait every week. Yeah, I want more content. Um, but yeah like so I have been listening to that and it's they're funny uh one of the hosts is British and one is American and the British host is like so fucking British and like the humor is very dry British and it just makes me giggle um so it's really enjoyable and of course it's about lesbian writing you know lesbian books lesbian like their kind of businesses and stuff so I really enjoyed that and then the second one is The Good Doctor I don't know if you've heard of it, um, but it's uh, it's it's a TV show, and Chloe started watching it without me, and then Ugh, like, so I he, like that was no, a dig. No, 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 <laughs> not at all, not at all. Because um, I think she watched like a whole season without me, and then I sort of caught an episode, like because she does this because obviously, like so many of my fucking evenings are spent podcasting or whatever um and so she she will watch things without me and that's not a problem because I mostly choose to read rather than watch tv anyway Mm. and um 
so she started this show and then uh, I sort of caught a couple of episodes and then sort of quietly put my book down and just sort of carried on watching. And um, and then she was like, you're not watching this with me because I'm not waiting for you. And I was <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, OK, OK. And then like slowly but surely I managed to sort of like, you know, nudge my way in so that now we are kind of watching it together. Um, I do end up missing the odd one. But the the, the premise is a bit like Grey's Anatomy, which is one of my all time favourite shows. Mm. Fucking love a bit of Shonda. Mm. And in fact, I have worked my way through most of the things that Shonda has done. I still need to watch um, How to Get Away with Murder. I've seen season one, but not the rest of it. Anyway, um, except that the protagonist is autistic. And so he is a doctor with autism and he's a fantastic doctor and it kind of, I I love the realism and how it follows his genuine struggles and he has breakdowns, like autistic breakdowns, Um, like when when he's overstimulated or, uh, you know, uh, that there's like an emergency and there's lots of noise, so he gets sensory issues. And it shows his sort of journey through relationships and stuff. And um, the first few seasons or the first couple of seasons were, it was just interesting because it was from his perspective as an autist. But what I have found very interesting is that they have gone down the Shonda Rhimes angle of um, making the shows emotional. So like they like before it was very much, I think about like representation, his life. um, And now like people are dying and like, there's the heart wrench of the kid and the, you know, like, so there's all of these things. And like, I was sobbing last night. I won't even lie. Like I literally blubbed so hard. I couldn't actually breathe. And Chloe was like glaring at me because I was like, (laughs) you know, like. (laughs) Cold dead heart, my ass. Just up. Oh, <laughs> you sound like Scott. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, and it was just so good. And like, I think I really needed the cry. Also, oh no, that's too much information. Anyway, there are reasons. <laughs> there are reasons why I cried last night. Um, but yeah, like it. It. Um, yeah, it. It was hormonal. Okay, but um, I. Yeah, I just love it, and I think that they've really put started to pull on the heartstrings, like the mm. medical family emotional stories and stuff and yeah I was like fucking wreck last night but I loved it like I love the show I think it's fantastic everybody should watch it cool like that just before that popped up to me what episode number did you say this was because I realized at the beginning I didn't get to check you like usual 91 okay cool we're good (laughs) at the moment (laughs) I only said it was 91 because you told me it was 91 before we started I know but I still don't trust you comment oh, wait have you said your thing that you've enjoyed yeah no i'm not really yes. interested let's go on to comments comments so uh i mean we're all out of whack so as of recording we only have comments for episode 89 which was uh, what are you going to do for you in 2022 which kind of rhymes quite nicely um uh, i also heard from claire from last week who hadn't yet told us the rest of her comment and she says that she's working on it and we'll come back to us um but edwin says i'm thinking i need to kick myself well out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. over the years i've taken free seminars from some of the big names in how to take my writing to the next level only to be so intimidated by their approach i backed away rather than looked at the next level of their program what i'm thinking is i need to take dan up on his offer of three months of activated authors at a discounted price to see what i can do with a next level program well i hadn't read that in advance thank you edwin be uh, glad for you to join us but also um I know that feeling sometimes of when you do take those courses and because they're teaching you something quite significant, it feels overwhelming. 
Are you okay, Sasha? No, that's just burned my breast. <laughs> I'm so. going to keep reading while, while Sasha dribbles on her tits. Um, Carrie yeah. says, in May, the weekend of my birthday, my best friend and I are travelling out of the States to a medieval fair. Her cousin lives in that state, and I'm also... And I also invited a writing friend I've only seen online. So I'm pretty excited. We're already planning our costumes. And then Meg says, I'm going to keep putting myself first. Started doing so this year and my mental and physical health has never been better. I want to build on those gains. That means keep hitting the gym with my PT three times a week and regular meditation, more regular reading time, maybe fitting in yoga too. And I didn't get a chance to learn piano, learn a new language or travel in 2021. So those are going on my 2022 list too. <laughs> and for those on the podcast, Sasha has returned clutching toilet roll to her breast. Are you okay, Sasha? No, it's actually marked me. It was it's really fucking hot. Ooh, let's uh let's end the year as you know, we started all of this charade. <laughs> in a second. I, I don't know what happened. I think the lid I'm just gonna have this very strange shaped booby. We know we know what it is. I mean, for people on the podcast, just for me to describe it, it looks a bit like a darker purple in the shape of the Bermuda Triangle. With an island in sort of the, what's the, uh, I forget the different types of triangle, uh, sort of the top of the isosceles end. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about, son? I don't know, I'm blagging to fill time until you can run this show like a professional. Oh, it's me running it. <laughs> I'm sorry that my like skin off my boob is like falling off. It's just very red, okay? Like it's fine, it's really red. I'll put some I'm, cream I'm not laughing it. at you. I'm laughing with you. Who isn't like, laughing? No, it's really marked my boob. Like, I actually think I've probably burnt my boob. Do you I need a minute? Understand. Do you want us to take a five? No. Okay. It, it's it's question of the week anyway. So. Oh, God. I question already week, don't man. want this question. Yeah. It's big. <clears throat> oh, wait. No, it's not. Shouldn't we? Do we have to confess our... When do we confess our... We can do that now. Okay, so confess your quarterly blah. I have, I'll speak through the ones I've done because we've done this every week. Uh, I have moved house. Um, sorting activated authors 2022 calendar is literally one of the things I'm doing today just to finalise those blocks of the 12 months. Um, first two months of content actioned, done pretty much, um, which is funny because, you know, I've actioned them before. <laughs> I've actually like, written them in the calendar. Uh, dictate a first draft. I think I'll be doing as I drive back to my parents for Christmas dictate a uh, no sorry dictate a first draft I've done I'm currently in the editing um phase which side note has been like a very interesting experience because I've now gotten all the transcriptions back from my transcriber and uh, I'm sort of hammering I'm about a third of the way through edits and what I'm finding very useful is that she has exceeded herself in adding punctuation kind of like putting it in some kind of paragraph structure everything that I hadn't asked her to do that she just did like she's wonderful like so so good um but what I've discovered is that for the for so I've read it's about 33% of it so far roughly 33% I'd estimate about 20% of that I was speaking in present fucking tense oh no so it's been slower than I've wanted to because I've had to switch everything into past tense because that's you know the voice and it's really interesting because there wasn't a part of me that picked that up when I was speaking it. Like it's something I'm now aware of. And I think as I grew into dictation, I've I'm now at the point where that has flipped and I am in past tense as if I would be writing a story, but like, I had no idea that I was speaking present tense at all. Um, and even now I'll have the bulk of it will be past 
And then there'll be a couple of phrases where it just switches into present for about, I don't know, three paragraphs and then it switches back. So something to watch out for people, know your tenses yeah. when you're, when you're chatting your story. Um, but yeah, so I'm kind of on mine. Really, I just need to cement the calendar and uh, do the first draft of a short story. Okay. Um, I did the logo. I've got a plan for masterclasses and I have finished editing accepted anthologies and I'm starting to get them back from the authors. And Sasha will read 30 books this quarter. I have read 5, 10, 15, 20, 23 plus trade, 24. I've read 24, so I've got six left. And two weeks? Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. No, and I'm like, I've got a critique partner book that's like 80k so I'm reading that I'm going to count that mm-hmm. uh I've almost finished an audiobook so that'll be another two and then I so yeah like I don't know I'll struggle on that yeah yeah I think we can assume I'm gonna hit um no I'm not gonna assume that well we can um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I've read 110 I really want to read 120 this year that's mm. another 10 books in like two weeks so I don't know if I'm gonna I don't know it's a lot busy period it is a busy period exactly mm-hmm. so I think I'm gonna not hit 120 but I mean 110 that's 10% over my goal for the year so nice yeah okay so uh question of the week is oh is it my question <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's why you've been show running oh dad <laughs> <laughs> You fucking knew. I thought it was your question as well. You totally let me. What? No, me I didn't. Yes, you did. You so I did. did. Not. You've been running the whole. Well, I say running. <laughs> You've been juddering through the whole Fuck show so far. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> what are your well, goals, Dan, for twenty twenty two? What are your goals? Okay, so um, I don't know how you want to do this because I think last year we kind of went backwards and forwards with different like chunks and things. Um, okay. I have three overarching sections. Um, I don't know how many you have, probably like, what, 73? Well, I mean, no, because I have production, growth and publishing. Those are my three words. So those are the three things that I'm going to be focused on. Mm -hmm. So I could kind of split it by that. If you want to. Okay. So, okay, I'll I'll start with my first chunk then. Um, So as Sasha's just shown, like, you've got a phrase and words of the year. I've, I've picked a word of the year for next year. And I think the word will surprise you. The word is play. I want to go back to experimenting a bit with my fiction, having fun sort of creatively, um, doing much more in terms of like socialising and enjoying hobbies and trying to create a life outside of the the business in some way, um, because I just, I just don't have that really all that much at the minute. So um, going into next year, I'm still going to be, you know, working hard and making things happen, but I've got a big focus on just enjoying the year and playing because you know I've been I've I mentioned it here a few times I've basically been like nose to the grindstone since 2017 before that even um so my goals are basically divided into the three different sections of my life so I have a set of goals for Devil's Rock Publishing which kind of encompasses all my fiction and all my creativity side uh, I've got goals for Activated Authors which is obviously my coaching and my non-fiction side and then uh, goals for my personal life as well, just to squeeze that in. Um, so I'll go into the Devil's Rock Publishing ones at the minute. So my, I have four primary goals for this side of my business. Um, number one is I want to write a short story every month. 
Number two, uh, I want to write and edit the first three books in a new series. Not publish them, just write and edit them so they're kind of ready to go. Number three, increase units sold by 300% on my books and backlist. And then, because uh, <laughs> there always has to be a tease, a super secret one that I can't really discuss just yet. Um, but I'll, I'll kind of, because how I, how I view goals is I, as I say, I've got the different sections of my life. With each of those, I've got three or four top sort of level goals of things that I can measure, things that I want to achieve, things that are very sort of um, tactile and it follows a smart goal formula. And then I've almost got sort of just a bunch of tactics to help me achieve each goal. So, I mean, the first one's pretty simple. Write a short story every month is just write and edit one complete short story every month. Nothing much to that. Um, write and edit the first three books in a new series. I just, I need to narrow down the idea and get three books into a publishable format ready for some kind of planned launch. Um, the one that has a bit more tactics, so increased units sold by 300% uh, will be the implementation of a monthly promo plan for consistent sales. So I've already you know, scheduled time in my calendar to make sure that each month I'm looking two, three months ahead at newsletter swaps, uh, you know, what's going on with um, story origin, paid swaps, looking at my reader magnets, trying to find other places in which I can promote and get my horror fiction specifically in front of people. Um, and then another part of that as well is I'm going to be reviewing and updating my backlist. So I'm going to be looking at titles that I may retire, titles that I may re-edit, and then also looking at um, what I really want to have by the end of next year is all of my backlist in some kind of fiction brand, like a Daniel Wilcox brand, because I love it when I can see like authors that pop to the top of my head are like Michael Brent Collins, Ian Rob Wright, um, Keelan Patrick Burke. They've all got very, very distinguished styles. So you pick it up and you're like, oh, that's a X book. And I want to do that with my with my fiction. Um, and then the secret one again, I won't, I can't really say anything on that. So that's, that's my fiction. That's Devil's Rock. I love it. I love the specificity as well. And um, so I will uh, just caveat this and say that I think if we were having this conversation in a month's time, I would have a It'd lot a more different. granularity. Yeah. Maybe um, we'll re revisit in some form. Yeah, that might be nice. Like, I mean, I can give, I can give, I can give a high level overview, but I think mm -hmm. I am, because I'm still trying to finish stuff. I just haven't, my head just isn't here and I'm not willing to push myself into committing to things when I think they may change. Like I'm still deciding things and I can't make decisions until I've finished projects. So mm -hmm. anyway, so production, growth and publishing are my words for next year or kind of my phrase, um, produce, grow and publish. Yeah. Um, I have broken down my goals by strength, but I think broadly I will stick to the publishing growth and production. So um, I would like to write more words than I've ever written before in one year. And I think from memory, I might have to go back and double check this, but I'm pretty sure the most amount of words I wrote in a year was 350,000. Um, I don't know what that breaks down to, 350,000 by like 70,000 word books. What is that? Anyone can do maths here? Oh, it's too early in the morning, Sasha. 28,000 will be four books. Five books. So five books, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and interestingly, I've written more books than that in a year, but they've been less words. But so this year I wrote 167,440 words and I edited 310,215 words. So I edited, you know, almost double what I wrote. Um, and I would very much like to address that balance a little bit. I mean, I'm gonna ha always probably have more to revise than to edit because I'm 
I have a backlog of books that are written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I would I would like to say that I will write more than 350,000 words, but I think given that I only wrote 167 this year, I'm going to aim for 275. Nearly said 250. Somewhere between 250 and 275. I think the minimum nice. will be 250, but I would like to ha- I would like I might just slap down the 350 goal. Um but in my head, I will accept 250 if that's what I get to. Um, just because there is a process of muscle growth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I don't get the 350 next year, well, I will get it the following year. If that yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, I don't know that I want to be any more specific than that because, you know, I want to do nonfiction. I want to do fiction, um, but I'm not like I haven't decided decided what of what is going to happen what I do know is that there will be two non-fiction books in next year not one I normally only ever do one a year Mm -hmm. and I know for sure there's going to be two next year Mm -hmm. so that is one difference um so yeah production produce more than ever produce produce you know another course another audiobook books non-fiction and fiction just produce more 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 um, and there are consequences to that that mean I have to do less other things. You know, I, I did say weeks ago that this was going to be my year of no. Um, and I still think that will be the case. Um, yeah, I'm done. Next. Love it. Um, so my next category is activated authors. This one has a bigger list in terms of like specific tactics. So my top goals for activated authors, uh, number one, I want 100 active members by the end of 2022. Um, currently, I think we have 33, um, which you know isn't bad considering it's been launched in September. And you know, people in there are very, very active, which is awesome to see. Um, goal number two is 20k in gross profit just from activated authors' activity. Uh, number three is I want to achieve a net promoter score of eight plus from our members in a 2022 survey. So. For people unfamiliar with the net promoter score, it's basically a uh, metric in which you ask the question, would you recommend X service to, on a scale of one to 10, uh, would you recommend this service to um, a friend? And the net promoter score is basically just what a lot of businesses now use to measure satisfaction from people. So I'd like to keep that relatively high. Um, And then the other one is to set repeatable calendar and campaign brands. So for people who followed my journey, a lot of um, what I've been doing the last year is just changing brands a lot so I've gone from bootcamp into Wilcox writers into what is now activated authors and because of that there's still some um what's the word like legacy artwork and campaigns and things that I'm bringing over from Wilcox writers into bootcamp and a lot of my personal coaching programs and things um I still run like a couple of things on my website but most of it is going into activated authors so just cementing that um within each of those so 100 active members by the end of 22. One of my big things I'm going to be doing next week is I am going to publish the Pillars of Productivity. Next book. week, you're publishing that? Next year. Okay. Did I, was, I say week? You definitely said week. Oh. And I was like, whoa, honey, whoa, whoa, it's Christmas. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, no, I am. <laughs> next year, I am going to be bringing that book out. Um, I have sat on it and percolated on it for about 14, 15 months, um, done research and bits and pieces. I'm ready just to vomit out the draft. But also it's like, it really is going to kind of be the embodiment of the principles that I want to put into activated authors. So everything in there is basically my ethos anyway. And it's the stuff that we talk about that I teach sort of in in the breaks and things. So um, yeah, I'm going to be bringing out that book and 
I need to sit down and write a plan for that. Um, another one, network, promote and speak uh, widely on activated authors and what it is. Implement an affiliate program for current members. Uh, harvest testimonials and create multimedia marketing assets for promotion. I realize this sounds like very corporate stuff, but it's just how like I need to work in the back of my head. Um, so it's basically Don't lie, about you're a corporate whore. I really am. I really am. Mm. Uh, but a lot of it is about just you know improving the offering. It's about um, really kind of shouting about the celebrations, the wins. You know what it is that Activated Authors is bringing to people, because obviously inside the group I get to see a lot of the changes and everything else and like the amazing things that people are doing. Um, but it's shouting more about that just to kind of like show its value to people who are unaware of what Activated Authors is. Twenty um, k in gross profit is going to be coming from you know an increase in books um i'm going to be looking at courses and obviously the affiliate program as well uh, and then growing the coaching services offered by activated authors too um the achieving that promoter score of eight plus from members comes down to i'll be looking at scheduling regular check-ins with members to you know make sure that people are happy if there's anything that can be improved uh, I am working in the background and I've been doing, I forgot to mention this, I've been doing a lot of this um, over the last week. I've been working on the back end <laughs> of the website quite hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> number oh one, my God. I know. Number one, to make it easier for me to manage activated authors. Number two, to make it easier for people to get involved in activated authors and to streamline, you know, people coming on board through the back end. <laughs> um <laughs> number three because uh, i found a system in which i can basically offer exclusive content to members who log in through the website so next year there will be a dashboard which just makes it easier for people to find information and it's specific for for members um i'm going to open a suggestions box so suggest uh, some members can suggest things at any point that they want to add uh, and also showcase more of the members work because i've got authors in there that you know they're publishing amazing books they're running podcasts they're doing courses and things and i really want to create a place where i can share that for them and just to really show sort of the amazing work that people are doing um and then the final one which is kind of self-explanatory set repeatable calendar and campaign brands is bring all current campaigns into activated authors brand create templates that can be adhered to um with each sort of campaign and thing that i build just to make things easier for me uh, and also just to establish that calendar that's a lot. <clears throat> I love it. Chunky. Yeah, all of this, because I've not mentioned this within this podcast, but I think, you know, it's kind of uh, suggested, but all of this, as well as to not be ghostwriting anymore. Oh, that is a big one. I will not be ghostwriting by the end of 2022. That is a fact. Love it. Love it. I love it. And I love the um, affirmative phrasing of your affirmation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that shit. I lap that shit up. I, I, that is like, that fuels me words and phrases like that. So I love mm -hmm. that. Um, so my second one is growth then I suppose. Uh, and so I've got some things I'm going to be learning some of which I can tell you, uh, <laughs> and some I can't. Uh, so I'm going to spend some time focusing on advertising next year. Um, I'm going to spend some time, uh, doing some strengths courses. I would like to do the significant strategic and achiever <clears throat> intensives next year. So that's three definite um, strengths. And Becca is doing the conference in Bozeman, USA. So I can't do that, but I can do the virtual one. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to pay for that conference because I got so fucking much out of that conference. It was unbelievable this year. I think that is the best conference I've ever been to. Hmm. And so um, so I'm probably going to do that again. 
um and then in terms of yeah so growth growth is from like loads of different perspectives so growth um I'm going to um be more intentional with my reading even more intentional than I already am which is pretty fucking intentional <laughs> um but I'm 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 <laughs> really trying hard not to say that I will beat the number of books that I've read this year, next year, but it's very hard to turn off the competition when it's your number one fucking strength. Um, but I would like to read five books that are, over, that are over 600 pages. So five long books next year, because there are some long books that I would really like to read. Um, and I secretly want to read 120 books, but like I'm going to publicly set a goal of 75 because I feel like, my goal was 100 this year. So if I'm going to add longer books in, I need to drop my goal. So I'm probably going to set a goal of 75, 120, um, but um, 75 books, 75, 75 books is what I'm going to read next year. Uh, 120. Um, okay. So, and then, um, yeah, so I think that's probably, probably the things that I want to talk about in terms of learning. There are a few other like tactical strategic things that I'm going to try and learn, but I don't want to talk about that. Um, and then in terms of other growth things, I want to um, hit a certain financial figure, which I don't want to talk about. Um, I want to make more than a certain financial figure, which I don't want to talk about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to have a certain amount in savings, which I don't want to talk about. Um, I want to invest in stocks. Mm. Um I'd love to hit 100 patrons. I can say that one. I think we're at 80 something now. So I'd really, nice. I'd, yeah, I'd love to hit 100 patrons. I don't know what I'm going to do to do that. But uh, yeah, I'd love to do that. Um, and then, yeah, I've already talked about them more. Um, and then and then grow my backlog of back catalog of books. So have more books. Um, I would like to grow in terms of Taekwondo um I would like to grow in terms of cementing a process that works for me so experimenting with the phoenix burn and seeing how that can work in terms of health mindset and productivity um so yeah I'm going to be looking at at that and then I am also going to be putting in some some fitness stuff for next year I really want to lose a bit of weight um and get back to where I was after I lost weight after I gave birth because I was super healthy then um and I wasn't I wasn't tiny you know I was still very much post mum bod but I felt really fucking sexy in my body then so that is where I want to go back to um and I know that that's realistic because I did it after I gave birth so I haven't got unrealistic goals I know I always have <laughs> unrealistic goals but this one isn't okay so um I think that's probably um so here's here's what I'm realizing in in my goals and so I'm probably going to spend a little bit of time doing this after there are what I think I need to do with my goals is put some of the tactics to them so um you have lots of really tangible tactics attached to yours which I really like I I admire that hands down to you there sir um, and uh, you've got lots of numbers attached to yours, which I think I probably haven't done. Don't know how many numbers I want because I can, when I attach a number to something, I can get very fixated on it. And then, so I have to be a little bit careful with attaching numbers to things because the competition is like, well, that's the goal and black and white, and then we just don't do anything else. So yeah, I have to be a little bit careful, but yeah, I think I need to go into a bit more detail. Um, so I might spend some time doing that today or... Mm maybe next week anyway 
Um, so yeah, growth, like basically grow in mind, body, well, backwards growth in body and um, like soul. So like working on the things that, that make me happy, uh, really hamming it on the business. Like I would like to really spend time growing the nonfiction stuff next year. So I've got some like plans and things I'm thinking about for that. And then um, spend time growing the fiction as well. Um, I'm not going to talk about that either. So yeah, like, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm really shit. Like I, but I, I, I feel like is... I've told you some things, but also like I have to keep some things back for me because well, I... yeah, it's part of the process as well, because like you can't be a hundred percent transparent on everything in your business because there are things that are, you know, in the works there are things that you know you're just coming up with ideas and you don't want to sort of cement them out loud like yeah. it's just yeah it's the nature of things and i have learned by making the mistake of doing that yeah i have spoken about things too soon and then felt committed to do them and not really wanted to do them mm. so i'm being very cautious in what mm-hmm. i admit to for next year yeah well, um, there's a lot of things that i haven't said as well and like i've already teased a thing that could be pretty big for next year in terms of you know my workload and other stuff but Mm, zip yeah okay your turn okay one thing i want to um since you mentioned sort of like reading targets what i'm going to be doing next year is not making a reading target because i have found that so i've i've only read well i say only in comparison to yours like it's definitely more than i kind of used to read years back but i'm on 42 at the minute my target this year was 40 and i found myself yeah and i found my well i found myself especially in the last few weeks being like shit i'm on 37 like I need to pick it up and I just yeah I just want to read some of those bigger books and do like we've spoken about this before like the, the challenge is good but it doesn't take into account pages so you know I think one thing I might be doing with activated authors and this is something this an idea that percating I've, I've literally got nothing concrete about this is I might look at running um, a reading challenge for activated authors that focuses on page counts instead of you know books um, around some kind of thing but yeah I'm not there yet um, so my final section is my personal life. Um, I mentioned this before that just because of the nature of number one, how I think and number two, how I've kind of set up my life, like there isn't a distinguish between work and life. So I kind of do make sure that I encompass a personal life so that it has a chance to breathe and stand on its own legs. Um, and I've got three, three main ones in here. Number one is participate in two quite challenging runs which encompasses like the exercise, the mindset, all that kind of thing. I have already sat down and basically done a bunch of research about the different runs that are available in the UK. So you've got like um, the nuclear race, the Spartan race, you've got the wolf run, um, all these different ones that, because my sister is you know, very into her fitness and nutrition as well. We normally do those together. So I've sent them over to her and we're in the process of looking at what runs we're going to get involved in. One of them is um, a zombie run which sounds really cool because you basically have three tags on the back of your, your um, trousers. And as you're running, people dress up as zombies have to try and take them. And each one stands for your life. Once someone's taken, or once all three of your tags are gone, you become a zombie and then you then have to chase the people ahead of you. So you could just be running being like, Oh, I've outrun all the other zombies. And then suddenly like all the people behind you start sprinting at you and you're like, ah, so that looks quite fun. Um, I'll be keeping an eye on that. Uh, one of those I'm going to be doing in spring. One of those I'm going to be doing in autumn, giving time to train and get involved. Um, I'd like them to be around 10K because the most I've run in any of these so far is 7K. So I want to step that up. Number two, uh, very, very simple. There's not even any tactics to this. It's just clear debt and get a dog. Love that. Love simple. that. Simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
really love that the the zombie one that there, there was always one that I want runs I mean I am not my body is not built for running because I have flat feet and so I get really bad shin splints every time I try and do training for running it's just some power rises those big do. like spring shoes <laughs> buddy I've paid hundreds of pounds to for podiatrists I've been to chiropractors like I just have flat feet like I was just not a born runner I'm born for strength which is one of the things that I will be doing next year um, but when I was looking at running and I was like training for marathons and stuff, there was the, um, you, you know, the Holy Festival of Colour? Yes. There's a run like that where they just like fucking throw paint at like. Yeah, paint I've seen a few of those. I used to run that them at the uh, uni fun. I was at. Mm. Yeah, that looked well fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then just people um, going in different multicolours. Yeah. Um, I love your fitness ones. They, they inspire me. I love those. Yeah. I do have one more as well, which is oh. um, I want to go on three trips next year. Mm uh and i put no work weekends so i know that's not like that things are going to pop up but as i said a couple of episodes ago that this year i have from about august basically stopped working weekends and i hadn't even realized that i had so like literally nothing which has been glorious yeah um, work weekends work yeah possible. but one of those i'm going to fingers crossed i'm going to madrid for the 20 books madrid conference um one of those i just want to go to edinburgh because i've got some friends up there like it's a lovely place i want to just visit and number two i'll be going camping with the kiddo our first proper camping trip i think i will have a few trips next year as well covid yeah so we we may do an edinburgh trip because my aunt lives up there and she has a flat in the west end nice that's where we go and stay um, also, there are a lot of Scottish people in my audience, so mm. I don't know whether I will organise a meet or something, I don't know. But anyway, uh, my aunt lives in Edinburgh and it's been, I think, almost three years since I've seen her. So we are, very... no, the last time I saw her, when did we do 20 books Edinburgh? When was that? 2018. Shut the fuck up. Was it 2018? 2018. Not 2019? Nope. I think so. I think it was 2019. Anyway, when we did that, that was the last time I saw her. So it's very... It was 2019. Apologies. Yeah, okay. Oh my God. Yeah. I was about to say it could not have been 19, uh, 18. Yeah. So it's, yeah, we're due, we're due a visit. We usually try and see each other at least once a year. So um, we're definitely due a visit to Edinburgh. Also, it's one of my favourite places in the UK. So we will probably do that. Um, I always said I would take Chloe to Paris for our 10 year wedding anniversary. Uh, and although I think we've been together... I don't fucking know, like maybe 13 years. I don't know. Anyway, but it's definitely 10 year wedding anniversary this year. So I would like to do that. Uh, I would also like to go to Venice. Mm. And I would like a big holiday where we go to an all inclusive hotel and I do fuck nothing for two weeks. So uh, if we can do that, we will. And then my dad, <laughs> I love my dad, but my dad is trying to get all of his many and varied kids mm. from across the world together in one place. Um, so good love for that and then uh, so that might be another trip and then my sister is getting married and she is either going to get married in holland or south africa so that will be another trip so basically i'm going to be very poor this year because of the travel <laughs> um but there we go so yes nice. i i love that i love the travel one um so my last one um is about publishing um um and Essentially, I want to get my house in order because um, I have like translation deals that are very close to going over the line. I've got like I need to do like a really big deep dive on metadata, blurbs, all of that stuff, get kind of all of that backlist shit kind of organized and centralized. Like, for example, like I don't have 
um like my blurbs anywhere like they're just online I don't have a storage of them anywhere so like I just mm. need to like get things organized so that I can see like so that there's like a version control on them do you know what I mean so yeah. um I need to do that um I need to like oh my god usually I publish the box set of the non-fiction like a week after I published the book I haven't even published the fucking box set for side characters and that got published in July so I need to do that um so there's just like some back backlist publishing actions and tasks that need doing um and then of course the biggest one on publishing is publish lots of stuff um I have realized that I more or less have the same thing every year um as a goal and whether or not I meet that is like it is irrelevant I just have the same goal so I try to do two of everything uh, you know I always say I'll do two audiobooks two non-fiction books two fiction books you know blah 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 um and invariably I don't always meet that and that's okay so that stuff and then um like on the I feel like because you spoke about the fitness stuff, I'm going to speak about the fitness stuff. Um, so I will have my black tag by the end of the year. Yeah, you will. Yeah, I fucking will. Um, and I will have competed in at least one competition. Pr- definitely patterns. Don't know whether or not I'm going to do sparring. We'll see what my fitness is like. Um, we are going to buy a squat rack. My very favorite form of exercise is squats. Powerful um, and exercise. Yeah. Squats and Romanian deadlifts. I fucking 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 love a Romanian deadlift the traps that I produce and my shoulders are sexual like I'm not even (laughs) joking like I was so happy with my body when I was squatting and doing Romanian deadlifts like and I'm not like one of these girls who wants to look like a boy in terms of like ripped or whatever but I like being strong I like being able to lift my body weight um I like being I like having a tiny bit of definition that you can see without me having to have gone to the gym so like I'm not after anything ridiculous but I would just like to to have a little bit more definition than what I've got Mm -hmm. um and particularly across shoulders back and traps um and thighs because I have some I have some real strong quads and hamstrings yeah so, compound exercises are also i got this from the personal trainer that i worked with a couple of years ago who like literally helped me basically tank in eight weeks like compound exercises like that are fantastic fat burners because of how well, many muscles they have to incorporate to, so, to make so here's the thing about me right i am not a cardio girl like i was not born to do cardio i was born to do strength work because my body will shred fat in about i only have to think about doing squats and i start shredding weight um it, it i looked the best i've ever looked when i was lifting weights i was the happiest i got more endorphin kicks off of doing that than any cardio don't get me wrong i for listeners i'm showing uh, viewers that i now have a spin bike in my office i do also do cardio um and i can't get away with that because i want to fight competitively i have to have good cardio fitness but uh my 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 dedication next year is definitely going to be to do weightlifting again. Um, so I've already got Chloe trying to look for a squat rack for me. We've been looking at different solutions for the garage. Um, so yeah, I'm going to start lifting weights again and I am fucking pumped to even like, I'm so pumped to be lifting weights next year. Mm -hmm. So my goal, uh, is to lift my body weight, but, uh, I think I was lifting at least 20 or 30 kilos above my body weight last time i'll have to look at the numbers i tracked it obviously um so yeah but for next year i just want to go back to what i was doing which is to lift my body weight and then um i'm pretty sure i was doing quite a lot more than that. i think i li- i think i was squatting like 100 kilos but i can't remember anyway nice. it was a lot it was a lot um 
so yeah i that yeah i think that's it on the fitness um beautiful get fitter <laughs> wear some clothes from new york oh yeah that's the other one wear some clothes from new york we did a, a a shop spent three grand in new york i haven't really brought any clothes since then that's just like eight years ago nine no eight seven years ago because atlas was one um and i came back from there and haven't really been able to fit in most of them so mm. yeah anyway that's it i think that's it we're out we're done are we done Beautiful. 2022 is going to be a big year it is going to be a big year. I'm very excited for 2022. And I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by the year because I'm going in um, with a very different mindset than I've ever had before, mm-hmm. because I've never not planned out the year in, 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 in you know, very granular detail before the year has started. But like, I'm, I'm quite chill because I'm like, no, I'm going to finish the projects first. Yeah. And once the projects are done, I will attack next year. And it's okay if we don't attack that from the 1st of January. Yeah. Um, my other hesitation, and I am just going to address this, is our fucking monstrous buffoon of a fucking prime minister <sighs> potentially shutting schools down and i think genuinely i'm so traumatized from the last time that this happened well, yeah. yeah i am slightly resistant to really committing to anything understandable yeah. yeah i think one big takeaway i'll be doing is kind of similar to what you said in, in the sense of like you don't plan <laughs> as as other people do because i i've been spending a lot of time trying to like think of what i'm going to do for the whole year and i think the times that I worked best was coming back to um, a conversation I had years ago with Luke Condor, where he basically just plans per quarter. And then yeah. that's like, so I've got my year goals. Yeah. And then what I'll be doing um, next is just sitting down and saying, what does January to March look like? Mm-hmm. And then in March, what does April and, you know, so on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like it, like it. Exciting. I Fuck am you, Bojo. Let's go. Yeah. Fuck you. Seriously, <laughs> I will shank that motherfucker so hard in his sleep. Like if he even I can't. Considers, like, I can't. There are. I just. I can't. I don't. I. There's like the fucking schools sent home the passwords yesterday, and I uh-huh. lost my shit in the evening. I. I like literally started stomping around the house. Like I'm not fucking doing it. Like yeah. I. I will riot. Glad. There's like an underlying whisper in the UK at the minute, and I just feel my heart rate quickening and i don't i don't like I it i couldn't sleep i had to get my friend to text me and lie to me i literally sent them a message saying please lie to me and tell me that they are not going to shut the country down and they text me saying they're not going to do it and then i could go to sleep so because they said it in a very convincing way well they're not i mean they are gonna shut the country down but yeah and then they'll probably have a party again while everyone else is not yeah. anyway that's neither here nor there <laughs> I will guy forks their asses so fast. It's not even funny. Anyway, let's move on. Um, we're done. How? Oh, we can't even say how we're leveling up because this is the end of the year. Question of the week. Question of the week. What are your 2022 goals? Bye bye. See you in 2022. <laughs> Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts. For more of me, check out the Great Writer Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become Next Level Authors. That was riveting. I know. Like, I feel like you should tell it again, but in Latin. Yeah. Just for a bit of joie de vivre. Fuck <laughs> AUA. That's some Latin. That's some beautiful Latin. What does that mean? What does that mean? Um...